0: Welcome to Healing House with Dr. Eileen. Dr. Eileen is an international healer, speaker, teacher, and published author of her latest book, Frequencies. Share the next half hour with us as we journey to find balance of body, mind, and spirit in an unbalanced world. We then invite you to call in or log into our chat and share your thoughts and insights. And now your host, Dr. Eileen. Well, hello, happy Thursday, happy end of 2015, and soon-to-be happy beginning of 2016. This is Dr. Eileen with Healing House Radio. And for those of you in the L.A. area, the call-in number is 424-258-9337. For everyone else, including right here in the absolutely beautiful, G, we're back to that California warm winter, San Francisco Bay Area. The toll-free number is 877-697-9725. The chat room is open, so log on and wish Producer kind of a very happy new year because I know that she would appreciate that. Also, I'd like to uh, ask for, you know, we have had the same opening promo um, for pretty much almost the whole time. And the lady who does the voice for it is a very dear lady named Michelle, and she's going through some health challenges right now. And so I would really just like for everybody to to send out some nice healing thoughts for her so that, you know, she can feel better and, and come into this new year in the best way. So just say, you know, Michelle, feel better. So... Happy New Year, everyone, or happy soon-to-be New Year, or, you know, the parts in the world where New Year's is almost ready to happen. Wherever you are, however you hold it, I hope that the lessons and the wisdom that you gained from 2015 are yours and will improve your life into an amazing and awesome 2016. Now, as we bring one year to a close and welcome a new one, often we're faced with finding that balance point with what we didn't achieve, what didn't work out the way we had hoped it would, and wondering what the next year will bring. And today we're going to be exploring how you can kind of set up an intention for and go about saying how you want to manifest your dreams for twenty sixteen. Now it really doesn't matter. Maybe you have a a goal as simple as, hey, I want to lose a certain amount of weight, or I want to gain a certain amount of weight. I want to be in abundance. I, you know, want to be able to better use my abundance. Maybe you want to be able to find that spiritual path that you really feel you're right on the edge of, but, you know, you don't quite know how to get yourself wrapped around it. Whatever it is that you would like to set into motion, the first thing that I do is tell myself, by this time next year, and anything that follows that is what it is that by next New Year's Eve, I'm going to look back over my year and have achieved these particular items. And it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it is that you would like. By setting it into a place of, you know what, by this time next year, these are going to be the things in my life. This is what my life is going to be. then it's not a matter of if it can happen, but just a question of how and when you look at what is it that you didn't accomplish in twenty fifteen and you know this is that place that can be really kind of tough to go into sometimes, you know maybe you know you didn't go to the gym three times a week. And, you know, maybe in January you did, and maybe in February it was only, you know, twice a week, and by March it was, you know, maybe twice a month, and then after that it just kind of fell off. There's nothing wrong with that. That was about learning, okay, what is it that I can set as a reasonable goal for myself? If I tell myself that, okay, I'm going to do something that I really enjoy that allows me to get the exercise that I need, and I'm going to do it, let's say if you even say you're only going to do it once a month. The the latest statistical, you know, research thing says that uh, 20 minutes three times a week. Most of us can find something enjoyable that we can do that's active 20 minutes three times a week. And depending on what your current state is, maybe, you know, going to the gym three times a week is something that would be too hard for your system. You know, maybe that Zumba class is does more harm than good, at least for you. But if you can say, you know what, I can dance around my living room joyfully to music I like. You know, maybe, you know, you're an old disco fan or, you know, maybe you're a child of the 60s. Or maybe you really love the nineties, or maybe you're a country western fan. Whatever it is, you know, decide, you know what, for twenty minutes I'm just gonna dance around my living room and just have fun, you know, shake myself loose. Or maybe you like a nice walk. And there's a park and it takes you ten minutes to get there and ten minutes back. You do that three times a week, you're set. Uh I know people who have gardens that are absolutely beautiful. And they spend hours and hours in their garden. Guess what? That's exercise. Go bowling. Take up bowling. I'm a horrible bowler. But I can bowl and I can, as long as I don't take myself too seriously, I can roll something down. That's exercise. The thing is, is that to make it something that when you make that commitment, when that New Year's resolution hits, It's not something that you automatically have this hard energy towards. Well, I'm going to make myself go to the gym, and I'm going to make myself do this. If you have to make yourself do it, it's not going to last. I'm going to make myself give up, you know, candy and, and fatty foods and all that stuff. It's like, you know what? It is great to modify your diet to find out what the right diet for you is. And that would mean talking to a nutritionist. That would mean getting information about what it is that your body needs. You know, maybe, you know, you have a tendency to be low on potassium. It's like, okay, well, I can modify my diet to bring my potassium levels up. Maybe at the point in your life, you know, if you're a female, there are certain issues with osteoporosis. And so therefore you need to maybe adjust your calcium intake along with potassium and vitamin D. Figuring out, what it is that your body needs, what does your body enjoy. And every once in a while, oh, my gosh, have the cookie. Enjoy the cookie. You know, it's about moderation. It's about feeling good about yourself. I mean, I can sit and nibble a cookie for a good half hour and be able to enjoy it, but I only need one. And if you're in a space where that piece, Is difficult. Maybe you know you eat when you're stressed out, and maybe you've had a very stressful time. There are ways to be able to manage that in a good way, and the key to that is getting help and getting advice and guidance about what is best for you. So maybe you didn't lose the weight that you swore you were going to lose. You know what? Every new year starts a new opportunity, every single day starts a new opportunity on what was it that you learned, wow, you know, hey, I learned that if I try to cut out something completely that my body's going to crave it. Well, that's a good thing to know in order to be able to set up, all right, so if I already know that about myself, what can I do to change that? What, How can I work with that knowing that that's a part of the equation? No matter, you know, who you are, generally most people would like to be more abundant. Most people would like to say, by this time next year, I will not at all be worried about bills, that I will have the abundance to allow me to move forward and to buy gifts that I want and to pay my bills and not worry about, you know, having enough. And, you know, that is something that is pretty consistent with a lot of folks, especially these have been some really hard economic times. And... Some people say we're coming out of it, some don't. I just go by, you know, what's working for me. And so if you say, you know what, by this time next year, I'm going to have the abundance that is going to um, going to make me comfortable. So, you know, as you're looking at the things that um, you want to create in your lives, the things that you want to be able to manage, it is so important to bring some joy into that. Don't do it because you have to. Do it because you get to. Embrace being able to exercise just because you found something that you enjoy. Maybe it's square dancing. Maybe it's salsa dancing. You know, maybe it's going out in, in archery. Maybe it's knocking a few balls into a dragon's mouth at the miniature golf course. Whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you want, incorporate some joy in it. You want to bring abundance in your life. Find something that you really love doing and see if you can figure out a way to get paid for it. That was a saying that somebody told me once a very long time ago. If you want to find happiness and abundance, Figure out what you would do for free and then figure out a way to get paid for it. And there's a lot of ways. There's a lot of very entrepreneurial type of avenues to be able to create something that you can feel really good about or find work someplace that, you know, if you love animals, find work at a shelter. You know, a lot of the positions are volunteer, but, you know, there are still some paid positions in it. Or, you know, find a job at – PetSmart or, you know, or something where you can incorporate that passion into something that's going to help you find abundance. If you're dealing with issues of spirit and, you know, you really want to have that path come out and and to say, okay, this is is the path that that is right for me and I'm going to walk it and I'm going to, you know, be balanced and all of that stuff, that is really wonderful. And understand there's more than one path available. Ultimately, the path that's right for you is the one you choose. The way that is right for you is the one you choose. You know, pick and choose from a lot of different ones. There there are several traditions that I honor and that I consider, you know, an integral part of my spiritual self. But it's not just one. Finding what brings you joy, what brings you passion, what makes you feel connected to the universe that's the part that is going to allow you to find that way of being in the world. You know, people say, well, I want to serve and and, and I want to be of service to mankind. Kick away. You can choose however, you know, that looks to you, however that feels to you. It could be everything from helping out at a soup kitchen to starting your own church. There's a lot in between. But first, Find your joy. Find your passion. Find that place where it's not scary and it's not overwhelming. There's a saying how do you eat an elephant? One single bite at a time. If you have some amazing, grand thing that you would like to get accomplished by the end of the year, it doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means that you need to be able to break it down into pieces that can be managed for you. You know, if you want to be able to run a marathon, By the end of the year, and you are, you know, like really needing to just work to get down to the mailbox, okay, maybe that's going to be a tough one. But if it's your passion, if it's what you want to do more than anything else in the world, find a way. And maybe it's not a full marathon, maybe it's a half a marathon. But you can become a part of something by deciding, you know what, each day, this is going to bring me closer to my goal for the end of the year. Each day, each moment, I can decide that this means the world to me, that I'm passionate about it, that I, I just love the idea. When I think about doing this thing, it, it just makes me feel just wonderful and warm and amazing inside. Don't worry about your New Year's resolutions. Be resolved to find joy in the world and to find joy in yourself. Be resolved to not take life so seriously. You know, you take it seriously when it needs to be taken seriously, and there are times when it does. But if you don't have to, don't. Be resolved to decide that you can tell yourself a better story. That since we're kind of making it all up anyway, when we start thinking about how good or bad something can be, we really don't have evidence. And if you're going to create something in your mind that goes, oh, gee, you know, I, I, yeah, it, this could go either very badly or very well. Since you don't know which way it'll go, you don't have enough information. Imagine what it'd be like if it went really, really well. And if it doesn't go really, really well, it's like, well, okay, I learned the things that I don't want to do. Now I can build for next year, and I can work on it. this year twenty sixteen is you know it has the potential to be everything you could possibly and um and it's all about creating that good story for yourself and I know some folks who recently got tattooed saying "We're all stories in the end, just make it a good one and uh that's from doctor Who there's and you know and I'm a hey old school doctor Who fan and the idea that you can start this year realizing all the stuff that may not have ended up the way you would have liked it, all the stuff that may not have, you know, served you in any way. Because, I mean, stuff that happens that does not serve us at all. Maybe it serves as a warning. Think of all the things that people did to hurt you and how that felt. Think of all the things you did to hurt other people. And have that felt. And for me, what I do is I make lists. I do love my lists. And so I make a list of all the things that are my deepest regret about the previous year. I make a list of all the things that I know of that I did that were hurtful to other people. And I make a list of all the things that were hurtful to me. And I lay those lists together. And I go, Okay. I appreciate all the lessons I learned from each and every one of those lists and each and every one of those occurrences. I will take what I learned and the the wisdom that I gained from it, but I don't have to take the rest into, 20, into the next year, into 2016. And I can fold up those pieces of paper, and I can, you know, safely outside in a bucket, or if you have a fireplace, You know, let them go. Let it burn down to ash. And then take those ashes and spread them to the wind or, or let them go into a river. Either way, those are the parts that you don't need to take. Then after I do that, I make a list of all the things that I learned from, all the wonderful lessons and wisdom that I gained. And then I make the most important list. And the one at the top of that says, by this time next year. And in that, I create the most amazing, wonderful year I could possibly have. Sometimes the first step in creating a reality is believing that that reality is possible. And I don't say, by this time next year, I hope, or by this time next year, I wish, time next year, this is my reality. Because it's a story, and I'm going to tell myself a good one. And while, yes, I understand that there's going to be those tough spots, there's going to be those places that are going to test me, I know that those tests are making me a better, wiser person. I know that my edges are going to be pushed. The question is, how am I going to respond to it based on what I learned from last year? If, you know, I had a conflict with someone, it's like, okay, I'm going to put that conflict down. I may put it on both lists as far as what was done to hurt me and what I did to hurt other people, someone else. And I'm going to look at that and go, okay, based on that conversation, based on how that went down, if I had to do it over again, this is how I would do it. And it would have a much gentler outcome. And that's what I take. That's one of the things that I gain. That is that is a, a net Bonus for the year. Wow, I learned this and I learned this. Um, I learned, you know, maybe not to be impulsive with money. Or maybe I learned, you know what, sometimes you just got to invest in something that you believe in or that just brings you joy. Figure out the balance point of that. And then take all those things, and then what I do is I take them and I fold them up and I place them on my altar. And, you know, an altar is just basically a quiet, sacred s- spot where you put things that mean a lot to you. It doesn't have to be a big formal thing. It could be a shelf where you just put things, maybe a picture of somebody who means a lot to you. If, you know, you have a particular spiritual practice, maybe a symbol of that practice, whatever it is whatever your, your special wishing spot. Maybe it's, I know somebody who has a pillow that has a pocket in it. And so they take it and they take their intentions for the year and they put it in that pocket, that pillow, and they sleep on it every night. And they think about it and, you know, it's sort of like, you know, the idea of sleep teaching. And they feel that the energy from that intention is with them all night long and they wake up with that intention right next to them. So however you do it, however you embrace it, take those things that you want out of life. They don't have to make sense. And you don't have to know exactly how you're going to do it yet. That's that's later. That's when you when you think about it. It's like, okay, this is what I want. You know, you could take it and put it up on the refrigerator if you want or on a mirror that you're going to be looking at. Make sure it's something that you can consult. And go, okay, this is what I want to do. If I know I'm going to do it, what would be the best way for me to do it? And if it's something where you need to consult a a professional for guidance, maybe you want to be debt-free by the end of the year. Well, then that would mean consulting with somebody who knows an awful lot about budgeting and money and, and taking care of stuff like that. And It's not that you have to figure it out. In fact, usually the best way that these sorts of things happen is you realize, okay, I have a lot of skill sets. I have a lot of information, but I don't have all the information. And there are those who have the information. So why can't I go find one that I resonate with and say, hey, here's what I would like to do. How would you suggest I make that happen? And maybe you talk to a few different people. And you decide, okay, um, maybe by the end of the year I want to run a marathon. Well, the first thing would be to consult with somebody who is really good with physical fitness, with nutrition, with exercise plans and programs. Find one that resonates with you and go, okay, this is what I want to do, so how can I break this elephant down into tiny bites? How can, you know, I set myself reasonable goals that I can feel really good about that are going to get me where I want to be. And if you, it really doesn't matter what you want to do, what you want to achieve, it's your dream. You, you know, you don't have to justify it to anyone. If that's your dream, you put it down Break it down and say, okay, how can I break this down into pieces that I can do? If there are pieces that you don't know about, if there skill sets you don't know about, then you get help. Now, if you are going to do something big, like a big physical change, don't do that on your own. Get help to do that. Find, you know, really good trained help. Because sometimes we can get ourselves into a lot of trouble, you know, just going to our friend the Internet And going, okay, I'm going to Google fitness and, and, you know, running a marathon in a year and all that. Information is an amazing, wonderful thing. And we have the collective knowledge of humanity at our fingertips. That being said, there is a lot to be said for sitting down with someone that you can, you know, look straight in the face, who can sit there and talk to you about what's going on, and create something that is for you, to create something that is going to, you know, make you the the star of this, to make you the heart of it. Not something generic for a whole bunch of different people where there's no support. Support in creating a dream is crucial. Even if it's just having that one buddy who you talk to about it and who is going to say, hey, you can do this. You know, they're not going to do it for you. They may be able to help you with resources. But ultimately, their their main thing is, you know what, hey, don't give up. Don't give up. You can do this. You know, if it's about, you know, eat, doing something like, um, you know, exercising or, or, or weight loss or weight gain or whatever. It's, if it's something physical that you want to change, it helps to have a buddy there. And, you know, it's a partnership. You help each other. You find a way to, you know, be there for each other. You know, it's like, hey, you know, I'm feeling really down. I feel like, you know, this isn't going to happen. And to have somebody say, hey, you know what, come on, everybody feels down about it. You know, let's take a look. Where are you at on your list? You know, what is it that, you know, we can kind of do to jumpstart this? And you need that jumpstart every once in a while. Make sure you work that into your plan because every once in a while you get disheartened. Have that plan. It's like, you know what, when I'm starting to feel disheartened, I'm going to call up this person and say, hey, you know, I'm feeling kind of down about this, and the agreement is they're going to help me to be able to, you know, get myself back going, get that momentum back up, because it is possible to lose momentum. Let's say you want to live in Europe. By the end of this year or by this time next year, you want to be living in Paris. Okay, okay. So what would it take for you to live in Paris? What do you need to do? What would you need to put into place? Because sometimes, especially for something like that, the planning part is the exciting part. It is, you know, it's like, wow, you know, it's like, well, I suppose I should learn French. Okay, what do I need to do to learn French? And what can I do? And maybe you don't move to Paris, but by the end of this year, you figure out a budget to have enough that you can go visit, that you can experience it. And then you decide, wow, you know, if I want to live there, you know, and then I decide where I'd like to live there. You know, you can have a huge dream. You just have to be able to break it down into pieces that are going to be able to help you. If you want to have the career of your dreams, figure out what your dreams are because you need that to be solid. And then figure out what you need to do with it. And the idea of, of putting your heart and soul into something that means the world to you and maybe you try it for 6 months and then it's like, you know what? I'm not married to that one anymore. I'm I'm not totally, you know, I'm not as committed to that because I found out this other cool thing. So, I think I'm going to veer a little bit and I'm going to check out what this other this other way, this other path, this other option, this other sport. And it's like, wow, you know, maybe you decide I'm going to run a marathon by the end of the year. And you reach a certain point and it's like, you know, I really think because in order to get myself in better shape, I've been swimming. I think I want to go swimming now. I don't think I want to run a marathon anymore. I think I want to do something where I get to incorporate my swimming. Maybe scuba diving. Maybe something. Who knows? But it's your choice. It's up to you. And The first part of deciding what comes after by this time next year, dot, dot, dot. The very first part should be what will make me happy. What will bring joy and satisfaction to my life, which will therefore allow me to be more joyous and happier with other people. How can I be in my truth? How can I be authentic? And then find a way to support that. You have every right to your dreams. No one can take your dreams away from you. Those you have to give away. So don't give it away. Figure out a way. Make it happen. By this time next year, you could have all of your dreams or you could have a better perspective on what those dreams mean. And then that's what 2017 is for. You have all the time in the world. You don't have to rush this. And by making this process a part of the dream itself, it actually makes the steps pretty cool. It makes them exciting. It allows you to feel that progress towards something that means the world to you. So I wish you a blessed and balanced new year, filled with whatever dreams as big as you would like to dream them. I wish you and everyone a way to find the people to come into your life who will help you with this. I wish you peace with whatever it was that you're letting go of from 2015 because all it was was about you learning, about you gaining wisdom. Everything else is just what you can leave in 2015 because that's where it belongs. Take the the wisdom... Take the lessons, the gifts, and especially take the joys. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, I will be checking into the chat room after the show. And I will also be um, available through my website at wwwthe healing com. Until next Thursday, this is Dr. Eileen. Take care, everyone, and Happy New Year.